Club 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy-drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans, this baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six-pack today, and please remember to drink responsibly. Sun's out and shades are in. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price on our most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now at Blinds.com, they're offering up to 35% off everything, making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the installation from the start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments online easy with free, that's right, free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes to shop up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. Christian, how's it going? It's going pretty good, Frank. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. Now, since when the last time you were here, uh, some things have changed for you. Um, so you want to tell everybody what has changed in your life team-wise since you were last here? Yeah, the last time I was here, I was um, I probably had been working for the Cubs for about three weeks. I was a guest service ambassador. Great experience. was able to help people at Wrigley. Have a seamless, fun time through a lot of questions and, you know, helping them through whatever they needed. And now I am in Indianapolis working with the Pacers in a full-time uh, ticket sales role. So it's been a, a big switch. I just moved into my apartment this weekend. So even though I've been here two weeks, I'm just now really getting settled in. Yes, uh, a huge loss uh for the Cubs. I know you applied for a position with the Cubs and the Cubs said no, but I'm glad that the Pacers 
uh, saw in you, what I see in you, it definitely should be um, employed by a professional sports team. So I'm, just, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm disappointed that, you know, you're not going to be uh, with the Cubs anymore, but you definitely need to go where you want it. So I'm, I'm glad for you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, I'm uh, – that, that time with the Cubs was is still well-cherished. And I, I got to be on the field, help a lot of people. So no love lost. Yes, and I'm going to be around to harass you for the rest of your life. So you're stuck with me regardless <laughs> of what the Cubs want. You're stuck with me. Sounds good. Uh, so, so a little quick thing about my day. So I went to uh, – you know, have obvious shirts. Everybody's buying them, and, and it's great. And um, Joe is moving into a new store, which I got to tour. Uh, the obvious search guy, his name is Joe Johnson. I'm sure that. Uh, and I told him, you know, there's a lot going on. So I will handle the mailing of the search for you. Uh, just therefore, you can deal with other stuff. So I uh, went to the post office and I've been mailing the search out. It's pretty simple. You know, you, you, you package them, you put the label on them, and take it to the post office. So I've been doing that regularly. Well, today, for, for some odd reason, I get there with the same search that I've been doing for the last couple of weeks. And one of the search apparently, this one shirt apparently is too large to go. The regular mail has to go to two day priority mail. Now in my head, I'm thinking, how is it possible that one shirt is heavier than the shirt I've been doing all week? Well, I didn't say anything I'm like fine. I would just pay the extra money for this one shirt out of all the other shirts that just happen to be too heavy, I guess, whatever. So I get home to look at the receipt to see when that shirt that I paid two days shipping for will be delivered. And it is expected on the same day as the other shirts that I didn't pay too much for. And I'm not understanding. I'm so mad at the post office that I just, I, I, I've had the worst experiences ever with the post office. What, what is your experience Christian, with the post office? My experience with the post office, I have a, a little bit of a bias. Both of my parents have been working with the post office for 25 years or so, and they're great employees. So I love the post office, but I, I can't deny that since COVID has come into the world, shipping has been a, a little slow. Well, that too. But I, just, I just don't understand how if I'm mailing out 50 shirts, why one shirt is too heavy to be mailed regularly. Out of all, and they're all the same shirt. I did, I did not understand it. Not only that, not only that, I'm paying for two day priority shipping, and it's that same shirt that I'm paying more for is going to be there in five days at the other shirts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe that one shirt had a, a little too much cotton on it. Um, I, I, I don't get it. But let me introduce our guests for um, this episode. Uh, the first, he, he was going to be the first person from the facilities department on our show and he decided to screw my plans over and get he applied for a job with the cubs and got a new job so i'm still searching for my first person from the facility side but now let's welcome uh joakim jackson joakim how's it going really good guys good to be here good to talk with you <laughs> now Joaquin, tell me, what, what are your experiences with the post office? Any, any experiences at all at the post office? I mean, mostly positive uh, experiences, except for one, and this goes to last Christmas. So I sent out, like, uh, Christmas cards to uh, uh, friends and family and maybe, like, a little tiny gift along with it. I tracked it, and it goes from, okay, so it goes from 
my my town in the western suburbs to Chicago, and then it goes all the way to Washington State, and then and it was just like wow. sitting there for maybe about like a a week or so, and then it comes back toward Illinois, and then it finally came to my friend after maybe about like three weeks. So that's that's my like craziest uh, post office story that I've ever had. So. And it's, but other than that, no, I've never had any uh, bad experiences with the post office ever. Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, route to go there. Now, uh, I am the person that has been calling you, uh, you're obviously working home base now, so everybody sees you, but I'm the one that's been calling you Joaquin for the last um, year uh, or so. Am I the only one that calls you that? Or do most Cubs employees that see your ID at home base now call you something different? Um, <laughs> no, well, no, um, I mean, some people call me Joakim, of course, that's how, that's how I pronounce it. Others call me Joe, which I, that was like my childhood nickname that I was given because, you know, you can't really pronounce Joakim all altogether, but, um, I guess, Maybe some of my uh, Hispanic friends like call me Joaquin because that's that's how it's pronounced in their in their language derivatives. Which, I mean, originally the name is Hebrew, but like uh, my parents actually got it from the Bible, and um, they actually have a different pronunciation of it, and it's Joachim. But no, I I just tell them you know call me Joaquin. So, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's how I tell people to pronounce it. <laughs> and now, now for those that are listening that don't know you at all, can you spell that for us again? Spell that for us. Uh, so it's spelled uh, J O A C H I M, as in Mary. Yeah. So uh, that's why I got, that's that's why I've been calling you Joaquin for the, for the longest because I would have never. No, I, I, no, don't worry, I get it. <laughs> All right, so let me, let me cut to the taste real quick because I want to talk about. Uh, I think you're wearing the shirt too. I think you are. But uh, so we know you as as a Cubs employee uh, facilities. You were doing that, and then you moved to home base. But uh, most people don't know that you've got some acting in your blood. Um, so I want to get right to that right away. So you are a part of somehow, some way, which you're going to explain to me today because I, I don't know the full details of it, but. Uh, the Chicago, the Chicago franchise, the Chicago PD, I think it is, or Chicago Fire. You're involved in that some kind of way, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yes, I am and was uh, actually. I retired from it, but yeah, I was a background actor for the uh, Chicago franchise. So Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, um, all of which are back in production, from what I heard from my friends who are still uh, background actors and they've, um, you know, kind of kept it going, but they're kind of doing it in small numbers because of uh, COVID protocols. So, um, but I've been a background actor since uh, 2013. And um, my last stint uh, was on Chicago fire earlier this year uh, on an episode that aired back in April. Um, the premise was that, um, I was just a, a young firefighter. I played a young firefighter and I'm at the bar with a couple of the main characters and they're telling us these 
uh, stories about like, you know, just being a firefighter. So I thought that was probably the perfect way to send me off, you know, after years of uh, doing these shows and just uh, having, having fun on set and working with the, the cast and crew. So. Now, I don't like to cheat on Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order. Um, so I like to uh, I like to frequent and sneak and watch the Chicago um, franchise. I have watched Chicago PD, but again, I don't want to cheat on, I don't have the emotion capacity to be a fan of Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order and then add some more stress to my life. So um, for those who have never seen it or who only peer, watch it just a little bit, can you explain a little bit the premise behind the Chicago series? Yeah, so um, so the Chicago series started with in 2012 with Chicago Fire, and then uh, a year later, Chicago PD came around after a crossover episode that kind of or like a backdoor pilot that brought in the new series, and then years later in 2015. Fire also brought in a new series, Chicago Med, which I had heavy involvement in for about three seasons. And then there was another series that came along. It was called Chicago Justice. It was the law of law and order, but that only lasted for one season. So now it's just this franchise of three shows, um, all produced by Dick Wolf and are all on one night on NBC on Wednesday nights. So um, this season, it's going to be season 10 of Chicago Fire, season 9 of Chicago PD, and season 7 of Chicago Med. So keeping the franchise alive for 10 years, and that's just incredible. And the fact that Chicago has been like the backdrop of these series and kind of brought in an entire universe that also spinned off um, or that got to connect with Law & Order out in New York. I think that's really, really cool. Out of all the Chicago franchises that you've uh, played a part in, what would you say is your favorite and why? And as like your, as a follow-up, what's your favorite to watch when you're, when you're not on the yeah. scene? No, yeah, that's a, that's a good question, uh, question Christian. Uh, I think the best one that I um, I like to watch constantly is definitely between a mix of the original Chicago Fire, um, which funny funny enough I have on the background right now because their uh, yeah. Chicago Fire just entered syndication on Ion Television and they got season six going on right now as we're recording this. Um, but um, yeah, Chicago Fire for sure, and then. Chicago Med because I've had heavy involvement in it and I've gotten to know most of the the cast and crew on on that end. So so yeah, Med and Fire definitely my favorite ones of the entire franchise. Now, where are these shows filmed? Or where, where are they? Where where are they at? A certain hospital or police station or like where is it a studio? Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the studio that we filmed at is called Cinespace. Now, uh, it used to be this old sawmill that's on the west side, right by the, uh, the medical district. And before the Chicago franchise ever filmed out there, it's been known for, um, for filming, what was it, 
uh, The Dark Knight, the the second uh, Batman series, um, and then Divergent, which was also filmed in Chicago as well. And um, if it wasn't for the Chicago series, they wouldn't be expanding the way they are. And um, but like as far as um, where some some of the shows actually film outside of the studio, I mean. There are different locations throughout the Chicago land area and the suburbs that they film at. Like I can tell you that the uh, the firehouse is fi- filmed uh, in a little area near Blue Island. So, our well on Blue Island Avenue on the southwest side. So there's there's that, and then the the police station where they do the exteriors is like just about a block away. And then in the past, the exteriors for Chicago Med used to be out in um, Rush University Medical Center. But because of COVID, they had to move all of that exterior production over to McCormick Place, which was the and Mm -hmm. still is the perfect backdrop to kind of play this like hospital of sorts, this big hospital. But yeah, as far as like filming goes, they film all over the Chicago area. All right, so let's shift over to uh, you as a kid. So tell us about you running around. Were you a smart kid? Were you a crazy kid? Were you a bad kid? Good in school, bad in school? Tell us about you, the kid. <laughs> um, kid me, I was. I was always curious. I was always like adventurous trying to see like, Oh, places that I've never been to and stuff. I'm always like running around wanting to see like the big stuff and going. And thanks to my mom who used to work for the airlines, she would always like, they would all, my parents would always take us on vacations to not like their home country in the Philippines to like, China and Japan. They've even taken me to Germany and whatnot. And I was always like enthralled with like all the adventures that I have. So I would, I guess I would say that as a kid and even now I'm always adventurous looking for the next, the next adventure. So, so any, any sports as a child or any hobby as a child? Well, being born in like the early nineties, like it always started out with like the bulls because, <laughs> and it was at the height of like, you know, their championship run. So like, um, I mean, I was born in 91, so that happened 92. I was a year older, second one, third one, 93. And then what is it? 96, 97, 98. I was only like, you know, I was still a young child and got got connected with that. And of course, you know, Cubs was always a must in my family. So I've been a Cub fan since since birth. That, you know, like being a Cub fan has always been in my blood. And never in my right mind did I ever think, you know, hey, I'm I'm working for the Chicago Cubs. How cool is that? My little little me would have like been in awe of where I am right now, for sure. 
Well, it's interesting how you how you say that, Joe Kane, because like I I didn't even know how working in sports was like a legitimate business until I got to college. And as a kid, you know, my dad was very huge on the Bulls and Cubs too. So very cool that you know both of our dreams as a kid were were met. Uh, but one w- one thing that I wanted to touch on, just since you said you know you grew up in that Bulls era. Did you notice all the the trades? Well, I guess we could talk about this: the 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 trades that happened with the Bulls today. Do you have any input on that? Well, um, <laughs> we're definitely going to have some firepower, and if that doesn't help us like get back into championship mode, I don't know what is because you know we I've waited for a long time to see the Bulls back in action in the playoffs. I mean, ever since like the whole Derrick Rose uh, blew out his knee in- incident, and then um, no, with with the latest news of like Lonzo Ball, I'm we're we're definitely going to be one of those teams that are just going to be like let's let's bring it let's let's bring the heat. We're gonna we're gonna take them down. We're gonna make it to postseason if if that's what we're gonna do. So, and then uh, heck, I'm. My brother was a former U of I uh, alum, and to have I Io uh, join the team—that's this is this is exactly what we need. This is exactly the kind of firepower that the Bulls need to uh, get get back into uh, the playoffs. So let's—I uh, say let's show them what we got. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see. I-, I went to U of I as well, so I'm I'm rooting on Io. For sure. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Let me, uh, I asked every person on the show this question. So let me, let me get out of the way now. So, um, uh, okay. Where were you? What were you doing when the Cubs won the World Series? Uh, wow. We're talking about five years ago. So let's take it back. I was actually working as a communications coordinator at my local church in, uh, Geneva, which is in the far western suburbs, uh, right by Aurora. And uh, the night of uh, Game 7, I was with my family. Like, maybe for like three-fourths of the game, I spent in my room clutching my pillow at every single play (laughs) and listening to the radio because I was so nervous that I didn't want to look at TV screen at all. I just the only thing that would soothe me was listening to uh, Pat and Ron on the radio. And I think when it came time for like the bottom of the tenth, I went downstairs, rejoined my family, and then when the final out came, I sank to the floor. And I hope this is appropriate for radio but and I hope I nobody laughed at me but <laughs> I fell to the floor and literally cried I was like oh my god we did it like we finally won and I'm alive and then yeah and the funny the funny thing is like maybe about a half an hour after the final out I immediately jumped in my car went straight to the Dick's Sporting Goods that was right by me because I lived like I lived 
five minutes away from Dick's Sporting Goods that I just like drove over there and got in line to get my championship stuff. So that's, that's, that's exactly how that night went. And I actually didn't go to bed until about like three and I had to go back to work at eight in the morning. But no, that's, it's crazy to think that it was like five years ago when, when that all happened and like so much has changed since then. So, yes, uh, literally. Yes. <laughs> um, now how did you, how did you hear about the club's job when you originally, um, started working there? Did you, was it a school or ad? how did you hear about the job? So that's a, that's a funny story because, um, there's a, there's a GSA, uh, in 1914 named Angelo, uh, who, mm. um, I worked with on the set of Chicago med in season three, he was wearing his, uh, championship ring and told me, Oh yeah, I work for the Cubs. And I was just like, you got that ring when you work for the Cubs. Uh, and I was like, huh, how do, how do I like, yeah, go, go and apply. And how do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> so I like I was on set. I was sitting, uh, and it was like in between takes. So I went um, in between takes. I went on my on my phone, and I went on the Cubs website and tried to see if there were any openings. And I immediately went for facilities because you know I I like cleaning. I don't I don't mind cleaning, and cleaning's like a, a stress reliever almost. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, if it wasn't for uh, GSA Angelo, I I wouldn't be, you know, working with the Cubs, and I wouldn't be able to meet like great people like you guys, so or any anybody for that matter, and I wouldn't I wouldn't have been part of a great organization. So if it wasn't for Angelo, I wouldn't be there. So thanks thanks Angelo, if you're listening to this, Angelo. I love you, man. Thank you. Um, I I owe a lot to you for uh, convincing me to get a job with the Cubs. <laughs> I worked at least like three or four shifts with Angelo, and he never brought up the fact that he had the championship ring, and he never brought up the fact that he had a background in acting. So he he, he held out on me, man. Uh, no, I mean, I was, I was actually like surprised. No. Um, and heck if, if it wasn't for me helping him, I wouldn't have got him like a really good shot on, on Chicago med and boy, I, you know, he helped me out. I helped him out. He got a really good shot of, uh, of him on Chicago med and, uh, yeah, no, he, um, it's, yeah, it, comes full circle so yeah <laughs> yeah always does all right so we're gonna we're gonna end this with some uh some lightning round uh, we're gonna th- we're gonna throw out some um, some names of uh, actors or tv series and uh you're gonna give us your uh, professional opinion on these tv shows or actors that we throw out to you okay all right ready uh, so the first one, my favorite show of all time that I just can't seem to. I, I will take off work from a Cubs game to watch this show, and that is um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. 
<laughs> favorite show. Uh, definitely gonna have to say Chicago Med. <laughs> For sure. What a surprise. <laughs> I had other ones, but that's always like an unfair question to say, like, either it's something that you worked on or something that you actually watch. So. <laughs> All right, so Christian, favorite show? I'm just curious. So on TV, favorite show? Yeah, I, I think I may have said this when you talked to me, but um, as far as show, I would probably say Breaking Bad. Uh, it was very, very funny. Uh, maybe not appropriate for everyone as far as ages for viewing, but I loved it. All right, uh, so favorite discontinued show i'm gonna go first and mine is uh will and grace infatuated infatuated that's a tie really between wood and grace and modern family but um i can watch wood and grace all day all night uh so that's my favorite show that is no longer airing um joaquin go ahead um that that one's easy so marvel's agents of shield so seven seasons and connected with the, the movies whenever they could. Yeah, that's just my favorite right there. All right, uh, Kristen, you're kind of young. You don't even know any shows that are canceled, but any, any shows that are uh, not airing anymore? That you- yeah, um, nice jab there. I'm not, I'm not too <laughs> young to not know any shows. Um, Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh has come on Nickelodeon. Very funny show. No, it's hilarious. Don't know why I got discontinued. Honestly, I think TV shows on Nick, Cartoon Network, Disney are just not as good as they used to be. Yes. Speaking of, speaking of children's show, I just found out that Arthur is being is going to be gone on PBS. And I used to love be some Arthur. I'm, just, I'm very hurt by that, but um, that 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 bothers me a little bit. Um, <laughs> right. So shows that people love that you just don't get. And don't understand why people love it. So I'm going to go first again. And mine is the real housewives of anything. I don't understand the designation at all. Women, just, I guess it's the cat fighting. I don't know. But the real housewives of anything is my show that everybody loves that I don't get. I don't get. Uh, Joaquin. Oh, that one's... I mean, I have a lot. But if I have to be like current with anything it's the bachelor and bachelorette series i mean ah, that's what i was gonna say and i i i just don't understand it the the whole bachelor franchise and then you got like bachelor pad and like bachelor love like some something like sing-along thing that they tried doing it just miserably failed, but honestly, the whole Bachelor Bachelorette series just no, uh-uh, no. Yeah, I, I have a, I can completely agree with you. That was what I was going to say, but my reasoning is more so. I, I don't see how someone can like really find out who they want to be with when they're like spending equal amounts of time with fifteen other people. You know, like, how, how do you know? No, no, you you don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, here's my last one. Um, if you 
could star in a show or be a guest or guest appearance on a show that we have not mentioned at all today, um, what show would you want to make a guest appearance on? Uh, I'm going to go last this time. So, uh, Joe King, if you can be on the show, uh, make a guest appearance on the show, what show would it be? It can be past or present. So, get past show, present show, what show would it be? Ooh, um, that's that's definitely a good one. Um, hmm. Maybe, and it's only because I wanna I wanna actually work out in Hawaii. It's uh, <laughs> Mag- Magnum PI for sure. The new the new version on CBS right now. Um, I I don't know. Well, because like. Who wouldn't want to ride in the red Ferrari for crying out loud? <laughs> but yeah, no, Mag- Magnum PI and working with the the uh, cast and crew that would that would be like a dream. Okay, uh, Christian. Yeah, I think it would be cool to be on. Uh, maybe maybe first take, first take. I, I think it's pretty pretty funny how they're always grilling Max Kellerman. And Kendrick Perkins sometimes, so it'll be nice to you know, have my own viewpoint, laugh on the scene with Stephen A. Okay, uh, so minor, minor or tie, and again, I want to um, make fun of Christian again. He might not even know these shows at all, but my first minor, minor or tie, uh, I would love to be on or to be a guest on I Love Lucy. I think that show is hilarious, even today. I love me some I Love Lucy. And my second one that I am still binging right now, actually, All in the Family. I think All in the Family is a show that was made back in the day, but fits perfectly right now in 2021. Um, Christian probably has no idea what I'm talking about. But I actually don't this time. time. I'm sure there are like DVDs of any of those shows at the library that you can catch up on. I'm going to send him a link because my boys. I'm going to send him a link uh, that he can watch. But All in the Family, I Love Lucy, I can watch those all day, every day. Um, And other shows that I would want to be on uh, if I could be on a show. so my last thing for you, Joaquin, my last thing for you, uh, you moved from facilities to home base. Uh, and I am just curious, uh, when you got the position from a personal level, not work-related, from a personal level, when you got the position and you found you were leaving facilities and going into a whole new uh, department, what was it like for you emotionally? Um... It, overwhelming. I, there's a lot that the um, that the ladies of home base have uh, done, and like a, as far as procedures go, and I just applaud them. I I wasn't sure what I was gonna get myself into. This was actually like the second uh, second time that I tried to uh, get a position with home base, but um, not much much love for uh, the ladies of home base for teaching me everything. I know I've only been at the job for just a few months now, but they've, they've really helped me to, you know, understand what it, 
what it is they do and how they help out uh, not just facilities, but like every single department and just, you know, keep Wrigley running. And I, I give them mad props for everything that they taught me and, you know, how they run the show, so to speak. All right. And I definitely thank you for uh, being on the show with us today. Thank you very much for that. Of course. Happy to talk to you guys. Have fun. And then with Christian, uh, you know, I wish I, I wish that this was um, this is going to be on the podcast, the audio version. I wish, that, I wish that people could see this because you know I, I didn't realize you had all the waves, the action, in the hair. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, man. Noticing uh, you got that wave action going on with that hair. That, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I, I I can show you how to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm past that age bracket, but but. Uh, I like that. I like it. I like the look. I like the look. I got. I got. You got that young Malcolm X thing going on with the glasses and thing. You know, this, this is a new. I guess you, you leave the Cubs, go to the Pacers, you go for a new uh, look. I guess is what it is. I don't know. Or I just didn't even notice you until today. Yeah. Um. But one, I I, I didn't wear glasses while, while I was working at the Cubs. I was you know doing homework. It's getting kind of late, so I like to keep my this helps my eyes stay wide and bright and. Um, as far as my hair, I guess I've just been brushing a little bit more recently. Okay. All right. So usually, Joaquin, uh, uh, um, Kristen usually has all the, the smart out of coming for me. But today I caught him off guard. And so I, I'm getting all my digs in today because uh, usually he gets them on me. So this, this, is, this is a good, uh, you know, turnabout at fair play. So. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, no problem at all. All right. Uh, thank you both very much. And uh, everybody else that's listening, um, make sure you check out uh, all the great stuff in the show notes and uh, consider becoming a member of the podcast and supporting it uh, with $1 or $3 membership. That link to the Patreon is down below as well. And we'll catch you all on the next episode of the Mistaken Identity Podcast. Hey everybody, Joe Flaherty here with the Mistaken Identity Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We want to thank you for your continued support. We also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to those of you who have written reviews, dropped some likes, and shared our shows as that has allowed us to grow beyond any of our expectations. As a matter of fact, we're excited to announce a new way for our loyal listeners to enhance their experience even more with our new membership feature. All you have to do is jump in the show notes and follow the link to our Patreon page where you can find access to a whole bunch of extra goodies for as little as $3 a month. You'll be given access to exclusive content, merchandise, behind-the-scenes video, early access to episodes, the ability to make special requests for guests, and much, much more. Now, if that sounds like something that interests you, head on over to Patreon and search Mistaken Identity Podcast or simply follow the link in our show notes to join the likes of Nancy Sullivan, Alice Daniels, and Kathy Chester at the rookie level, all the way on up to the Hall of Fame level with longtime listeners Kathy Weedley and Kathy Grossman. As always, we can't leave without our disclaimer. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely our own, and we do not speak for or on behalf of the Chicago Cubs or any other organization. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.